0: This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Stormy Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. Well, good evening. Praise the Lord. Good to see you here tonight. Honored to be with you. You know, just just a springboard, just just briefly here a little bit that you know, Josh said there at the tend to praise and worship that when we when we really enter to worship God, I and mean, when you enter in, God will move right there where you're at. He'll heal. He'll set you free. And so I encourage, men just begin to believe God that when you just come into his presence, literally as we sang, fear will bow and chains will break. And it's, it's one of the strongest things that we can learn to do is worship God, praise God. I encourage you, do that when you're getting ready in the morning. Do that on your way to work. And again, what you choose to listen to, to worship God, just make sure it's godly stuff. You know, in my own life, I I, I love to worship. I I listen to Hillsong. I listen to uh, Jesus Culture, Bethel. I love some of Gateway Worship. And then, man, I'll go to some stuff that would probably flip you out if you got my car. I love to listen to, to rap with Andy Mino Lecrae. I listen to, to a lot of old school. Maybe you remember DC Talk. And I've got one for all you old rock and rollers that you've never heard in your life. If some of you want to listen to it, I'll turn you on to that. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But it's good. So, again, man, you just got to get around the things of God and begin to worship God. Man, it says that everything that hath breath, let's praise the Lord. So, again, I, I encourage you to do that. Just get in an atmosphere of praise and worship. Now watch what God will do in that setting. All right. If you need a Bible, why don't you raise your hand real high. Once you get that, go with me way back into the back of the Bible to 3 John. Now, 3 John is only one chapter, so really we're 3 John chapter 1, and we'll begin in verse number 2, just to give you an opportunity to give. Bless you. We'll Get get a hold of these kingdom principles, okay? They, They will literally set you free when you begin to... To literally do the word of God in the air of finances. Third John, verse 2. This was John's prayer. And he said, Beloved, I pray. I pray. Now, when I read this, you see the sincerity behind John's prayer. But also, I, I believe this, this becomes a model prayer for us. That if John would pray this, I believe God wants us to pray this. So he said, I pray that you may prosper in all things. Every way and every aspect of your life, God wants you to prosper. And part of that is be in health just as your soul prospers. Now, it's interesting to me that John used the word prosper twice. So prosperity is a result of God's abundance. And I walk in prosperity when I become committed dedicated, and I even put the Word of God into, into action. I line up with God's Word. And so I, I believe this with all my heart, that when you learn to honor God, just begin to pray that. Ooh, I pray today, Lord, that, that, that I prosper and be in health as my soul prospers. So when you see that model prayer there, God wants us to prosper in every venue of our life, okay? Man, in your mind, your emotions, your body, your bank account, whatever it is. And so get a hold of the Word of God, all right? Let's pray. Father, we love you and we thank you for the Word tonight and even in this area. Lord, I pray that over the people of God in the house here tonight. That they prosper and be in health as their soul prospers. And we thank you for the God who blesses this with that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Well, as our ushers are receiving that, let me give you a couple announcements just real briefly. Uh, if you've got a Bible, go with me. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 is where we'll begin to write. Deuteronomy 30, right wait, get back up there in the front. Deuteronomy 30, uh, the faith closet is open tonight right after the service. Be sure and pick up your children as you go up there and need any household items or, or clothing. I ask you to do something very kind tonight. Not only pick up your children... But I ask you to tell the, the, the ladies and the, the gentlemen that are up there serving you, thank you. There's a lot of work that goes on that every week to, to set all that up. And so that just doesn't happen, okay? We don't have angelic beings in the form of angels from heaven that come and put those clothes on the rack. We have angels in the form of many ladies and stuff, so thank you all. But be sure and, and do that tonight. Also, again, you saw that there's the orphanage uh, mission trip coming up. You can sign up for that. Baby dedications this Sunday. You've got to get that on a sheet today if if you haven't done that. And then Sunday, they're going to have an awakening uh, pop-up shop where they sell old vintage things. Those are great gifts and stuff. And that is all to uh, benefit our scholarship fund to get as many ladies as there as possible. So bless all of you with that. All right. We go tonight to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now as I was looking at this tonight, I I began to have a thought here that we we all have certain events that take place in our life that impact us or affect us spiritually in incredible ways. Just really, really, really big events. The day you got born again. I, I, could, I could ask many of you, can tell me the day you got born again, and you would know. It was that significant in your life. When, when you get water baptized, man, that, that's a huge. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, those are huge events. But I believe the greatest impact that has on our lives is the day or the, the little things that we learn to do day after day after day. Now, I'm not downplaying the big things. But so many times we, we look at those big events in our lives and they're the Super Bowl. You can't live all year off the Super Bowl. And so again, learn to, to discipline yourself in the word of God in the little things day after day. Begin with me tonight in, in Deuteronomy 30 verse 14. But the word is very near you. In your mouth. In your heart that you may do it. Now, this is interesting here that he said the word got to get in you and, and it's near you in your mouth. Well, what good is it in my mouth? Man, I'm telling you, something happens when I speak the word of God out of my mouth. And I believe this the more I begin to speak about the word of God, the more it begins to anchor in my heart. And the more it anchors in my heart, ultimately, he says, that you actually do the word of God, that you actually obey the word of God. Verse 15 See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. Now, in this passage, if we would take time to read all of it, I mean, I'm going to cut it a little short tonight, but you would see over and over what he says. He says, today. In other words, don't procrastinate. Don't put it off for a future time. He says, today, today I set before you life and good and death and evil. So you know what he's just telling us here? Man, every one of us have choices to make every day. Do I gravitate toward life and good or death and evil? Verse 16. In that I command you today. To love your God, to love God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgment, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. Now, there's some richness in that verse right there. Man, I I want you to see something there that, God wants you to live, and God wants to multiply and God wants to bless you, but that that doesn 't just happen by me crossing my fingers and saying, "Man, I hope this happened." If you go back and look the structure that he says, that something begins to happen when I obey the commandments, the judgments, the statutes of God. When I get to a place where I, I, don't, I don't view the word of God as a bunch of rules and regulations. I view the word of God of life. And it, it's a blessing to obey the word of God. It's an honor. Verse 17. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear. You don't listen. You quit listening. And you are drawn away. And you worship other gods and serve them. I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which cross over the Jordan to go in and possess it. So when you look at here. My actions choose my consequences when I choose to obey the word of God. And I'm not going to go in this any further, this passage, but if you were to read verses 19 and 20, you will begin to see there that my choices that I make not only influence me, they influence my children. And so there's something happens when I begin to get a hold of the word of God like he's talking about. Turn with me to your right. Now, you're going to, lend in Deuteronomy, you're going right into the book of Joshua. Go to the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Joshua, chapter 1. A call to choose the way of life is what that was. And you know what God said? I, I give it to you. You get to choose. So when I read that, you know what that, that passage tells me? Don't get mad at God. Don't blame God. God told us how we could walk in his blessings. And what I love about the things of God. God doesn't care when you were born. God doesn't care where you were born. God doesn't care which side of the tracks you grew up on. God doesn't care if you've got a bad past. God doesn't care uh, uh, who your parents are. God, God just says, get a hold of the word. Come on, come on. I'll restore you, I'll bless you, I'll move you in incredible ways. If you just hook up to the things of God. And let me tell you this. It's not too late. Today. Today. Yesterday's over. Tomorrow's not here. All i got's today. Joshua 1. Verse 8. Now the reason I'm reading this. Is because it's very similar to what we just read in Deuteronomy 30. Begin with me. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So guess what he's telling me? Daily, 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 I need to learn to speak the word of God. Day by day by day by day. Now I'm, I'm cross-referenced back this. I'm just going to give that to you. It took me back to Deuteronomy 17 verses 18 and 19. Listen to what this says. Also also it shall be when you sit on the the throne of his kingdom that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book from the one before the priest, the Levites. And it shall be with him and he shall read it all the days of his life that he may learn to fear the Lord his God and be careful to observe all the words of the law and these statutes. Something happens when I begin to speak the word of God. If you ever look at the study of the word of God, when you see the written word of God, this is what this is. This is the written word of God. It's referenced as the Logos, the written word of God. When the Logos becomes alive and real in us, it goes to another uh, a word called the Rhema. Rhema literally means the spoken word. You want to see the word of God come alive in your... Start speaking the word. Start finding scripture and let it fly on a daily basis. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. That means I've I've got to get the word. I've got to get the word. Well, pastor, i got circumstances. Well, who doesn't? And so again, in those times of my life, speak the word, speak the word. What I find out in my own personal life is when this thing called life begins to squeeze me and I begin to feel pressure. Any of you being squeezed and got some pressure right now? Guess what happens? It'll locate what you got in your heart. When, my, when life begins to squeeze me, woo, if, if I fire back with scripture, man, I'm full of faith. I'm full of the word of God. But when I start speaking my fears and I start voicing my doubts and unbeliefs, I, I thank God I got a wife. You know what she'll say to me a lot of times? She'll say, Stormy Swin, you need to get back in the Word. And sometimes I just. <laughs> but I know she's right. And sometimes she'll say this to me You need to get back into faith. And oh my gosh, it, sometimes it really irritates me, but I realize, oh, she's right. She's right. Keep reading, but you shall you shall meditate in it day and night. You you shall meditate in it day and night. the The word meditate, the Hebrew word for it, it denotes a active reciting. It leans. It means literally to respeak God's word. It it means. To begin to ponder it in your your mind. It means to begin to speak it to yourself. One of the the, the words it uses, it says, you need to begin to mutter it. This is incredible because one of the Greek studies says, it's kind of like a cow. This is kind of gross. It's kind of like how a cow regurgitates it. Chew on it. That's kind of gross, but it's the truth. So he's saying, man, get it back up and chew on just, just, Just don't let it get in your tongue. Just keep it around. Keep thinking on it. Keep speaking on it. Meditate on it. Ponder it. That's why you pull up to people in your and they pull up next to you in your car and you're sitting there speaking to yourself. It's like, who cares? That's what I do. I'm talking to God. I'm meditating on the word. Keep reading. You shall meditate in it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. So I, I, I begin to look at it, to do it, to obey what's written. So you begin to see the progression of what happens with the Word of God. Well, uh, Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So I begin to hear the Word of God. Then I begin to speak the Word of God. And I continually meditate at dawn, at day and night. Man, when you wake up tomorrow morning, good morning, Holy Spirit, I welcome the Word of God. When you get in bed tonight, woo, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Go to bed with the thoughts of the Word of God. And then what ultimately happens is you begin to gravitate. It's like a magnet. You start doing it. You start obeying it. Now, why is that such a big deal? Watch the end of this. Look real closely. For then, after I've spoken, I meditate, and I do it, for then, watch this, underline this, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Prosperity, success, And victory are all summed up in one word. And one translation says that you'll prosper and have good success. It says the favor of God. You'll literally begin to live in the favor of God. So we read Deuteronomy 30 and we find out in there God wants me to live. God wants me to multiply. We read Joshua 1 and he says God wants you to walk in in blessings and good success. Not me, pastor. That would never happen to me. God's no respecter of persons. Acts 10, 34. God's not a respecter of persons. And so there's people all over this room. Different ages. Who've literally walked this out. And this isn't a negative confession. We're not all Valedictorians. We're just people that begin to believe the word of God and begin to trust the word of God. So I, I read this part right here. You change your life when you start doing the things of God every day. Day by day by day. Now, turn with me to book of James chapter 3. And what we're going to do here, I'm, I'm going to give you little biblical nuggets tonight that pertain to the three things... That he said to Joshua, speak the word, meditate on the word, and obey the word, okay? We're, we're going to break this down a little bit more tonight. So if, if you have time in your own personal reading, just, just read the book of James chapter 3. It, it's, it's an incredible book, and it all highlights the power of my tongue. We're only going to look in one verse for time's sake. James 3, verse 6. James 3, verse 6. And the tongue is a fire. Now think about a fire here for a minute. A fire can benefit you. How does it benefit me? Man, it sure is nice in the middle of the winter. But a fire also has the capabilities to destroy. A fire is destructive. So he goes on to say, and the tongue is a fire. It's a world of iniquity. Better stated, wickedness. And the tongue is a world of wickedness. The tongue is so set among our members. Now what he's getting ready to do when he uses the word members here? He's going to define to us what he's talking about in members. And the tongue is so set among the members that it defiles the whole body. So the members he's talking about is our body. So literally what he's telling us, that our tongue has the ability to defile us. That word defile there means it contaminates us. It depraves us. What does? My my tongue. It has that capability or ability. And it sets on fire the course of nature or the course of existence. As I looked at that, I thought, okay, what what exactly is he going with here? The Amplified says it this way. Setting on fire the wheel of birth... The cycle of man's nature, it sets the whole course of his life. So the power of my tongue has the ability to to set the course of my life. In other words, the power of my tongue is like a compass. And what I begin to say out of my mouth, that's ultimately what I'm going to gravitate. So the person who says, I can't, and the person who says, I can actually, they're both right. When you continually say out of your mouth, I can't do that, I can't do that, you're going to gravitate to that. But the person says, I can, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So something happens with the word of my mouth. And he ends this, and he says, and it, my tongue, is set on fire by hell. You know what one reference said on this? The meaning of this is the devil tries to get words to come out of your mouth that he can use your own words against you. Wow. So if my tongue is that important, this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. So it becomes this Lord, grace me with the discipline. Well, i got to speak the word. I speak the word. I speak the word of God. I speak the word of God. What does the word of God say? Well, that's where you go back in there and you find out what the Bible says. then you begin to speak it, okay? Speak the word. Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Now, in this passage, we're going to get over on to, to meditate. Again, when we think about meditate, it has to do with our, our thinking, our minds. Proverbs 23, 7 says this. As a man thinketh, so is he. Wow. As a man thinks, so is he. Watch. Romans 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world. Now, the word world there, it literally references uh, the godless system. The the pattern of this age. The word conform there means to outer fashions, to outward appearance, to accommodate oneself to a model or a pattern. So when it says, don't conform yourself to this world, don't allow this world to mold you. So how do I do to not do that? What do I do to keep from or prevent from doing that? But be transformed. Be transformed. How? How? By the renewing of your mind, by the renewing of your mind, by the renewing of my mind, where I become committed to the ideas of the Word of God. The word renewed there means to renovate, it means to restore the thoughts, my minds, my thinking pattern. So, you know what he's saying? And I started getting the word of God and allow the word of God to be my thinking pattern. To renovate my thinking. And the only way that happens is when I get into the word of God. So what begins to happen? I I begin to take these thoughts and my thoughts is what formulate my purpose. And my purpose dictates my actions. And my actions are ultimately become my character setting uh, habits. And my habits set the course for my life. But it all goes back to this. It starts with my thinking. Renew my mind to the word of God. Be transformed. Be transformed. Now when I think about the word "transform," think about this. I go from a, a yucky caterpillar To a beautiful butterfly. Something happens when I begin to think in line with the word of God. Get into the word. Begin to recite it. Begin to let the word of God move in my thinking. One of the verses that really, really helped me there is is, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 through 5. And it says this. Capture every thought. Bring it into the obedience of Christ or obedience to the word of God. So here's the thought that that you get with, with thoughts. Just because I have a bad thought, that doesn't mean I, it's sinful. That thought doesn't become sinful till I act on it. Now, here's a good one to write it down. I can't keep the birds from flying over my head, but I sure can keep them from nesting in my hair. What did he say? I can't keep the birds from flying over my head, but I can sure keep them from nesting in my hair. So again... When I get thoughts that don't line up with the Word of God, one of the best things I begin to do is I speak to it in the name and just said, uh-uh, uh-uh, Or that thought that comes, instead of meditating on that bad thought, I replace it with what the Word of God says. You begin to do that, and you know what it'll do? It'll suffocate those negative thoughts. How do you know that? I've worked on that one. Pastor, you're not exempt from crazy thoughts? No. No. I, I'm going to tell you this. I've been in the store before. I've been in Walmart looking to buy stuff. This, This is the truth. And I've had the thought, just steal it. Just put it in your pocket. What PA system did that come over? There's no employee here saying just steal it. And so I realized, just steal it? Now, if you meditate on things long enough, you're usually going to gravitate. Twi- and so I said, I'm not still, I don't steal. I don't do that. In the name of Jesus. So again, every one of us have a thought life. I didn't plan on doing this, but I learned this years ago, and this may help some of you. How is your thought life? Have you been dating the devil? Have you and the devil been romancing? Break up with that cat. He's a dirty old rat. All he wants to do is ride your back. He'll get you down, down, down to the ground. And he'll treat you just like a dirty old ham. Don't listen to the thoughts because they try to destroy you. Don't treat the thoughts like they never came. But cast them down in Jesus' name. So again, when that stuff starts coming at you, huh, 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 I'm not going there. Ooh, Pastor, you've got to move. Go with me to James chapter 1. James 1. James 1. Oh, we've got to get there. We've got to get there. James 1. Verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Now, I, I can hear the word of God. But if I don't obey the word of God and I don't start acting on the word of God. Listen to what it says. That you only deceive yourself. You you reason yourself. You betray yourself out of, of, of the things of God. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer. He is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, he who looks into the word of God, now watch this, and continues in it, day by day by day by day, and continues in it, and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, But a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Wow. So the reflection of myself in the mirror starts happening when I begin to see myself through the eyes of the perfect law of liberty. When I begin to see myself through the word of God. I'm more than a cock. I'm an overcomer. But something happens when I get to this place where I continue in it and I continue here. And he says, you'll be blessed in whatever you do. Now, we, we were in prayer last night and there's a bunch of us up here and, and Arlen Harrelson said this. He said, man, pastor, I, I, I've got away from some of the things that I know I've, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing. Well, human nature is this, that when things start going good in life, you know what we do? We take out the daily vitamin called chill. We just chill. We, we get complacent. And I said we because I agreed with him. How many of you find, man, when life's good, sometimes you, you get away from the very things that caused you to be good and everything. And so I, I quit getting in the Word. I quit studying the Word. I quit speaking the Word. And then before long, guess what? Life is a dead end. It's a cul-de-sac. And things start closing in and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've quit getting in the Word. I've quit doing those things. And so, got to get in the Word. Got to get in the Word. Read your Word. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Meditate on the Word. Believe God. Trust God. I'm telling you, when life starts squeezing you, the Word of God will come out of you. And and, and I I love when the Word of God comes out. It's like... When life squeezes me and I'm full of the word of God, I come out swinging. I come out swinging in the name of Jesus. I say, uh uh-uh, life, you're not going to win in Jesus' name. In the name of so again, I've got to get in the word. I've got to find scriptures that pertain to what I'm going through. You'll find them in the word of God. And then you begin to speak those over your life. Speak them and speak them and speak them and believe them. And something begins to happen on the inside. Something on the inside... Starts working on the outside. And woo, there's, there's a change in my life. It's unbelievable. And that's how God begins. He begins to work it on the inside of you. Woo, the greater one on the inside of me. He begins to work in me. And when God begins, oh my gosh, life is wonderful. I don't know about you. I, I, I love this journey with God. It's, it's way better than any of the ventures that Peter Pan ever had. Woo, it's outstanding. Because when I get in the word of God, I find out God's going to be there with me. Why don't you stand up here with me? Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlebeck.com.